0: How don't you not know what AIGA is. We're back, ready for round two.
1: Yes, hey, what's your Swift code? I
2: actually really do like. I'm on board with
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. I put
4: that on myself. Wow. <laughs>
5: This is the podcast for African-American graphic designers. I'm your host, Dave. And this is Terrence. Today's episode, we touch on survivor Guild. Who do you eat first in an apocalypse? You got that SWIFT code? What in the world is a SWIFT code? The birth of trifling ass Thursdays. He was originally my idea. Naming your file so other designers don't hate you. Bad rabbits.
3: Who is LeBron James? Charles S. Anderson? Humanity behind the screen. More is going on than just the rent.
5: And oh yeah, because white supremacy.
4: Mm,
5: mm, mm. Russell, how did your anniversary
1: celebration go? I mean, good. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? So we just we we stayed home and uh, we. uh, Made uh, steak and lobster, and um, yeah, we didn't do a whole lot, man. You know, I can't go nowhere, can't do anything, so we usually travel for uh, night. This <laughs> night.
4: Yeah, we, did. <laughs> <laughs> we did.
1: It was nice, like I said. You know, we typically plan a big trip. So last time we did that seventeen day cruise to the Panama Canal last year, and it just you know, this year wasn't gonna happen, obviously. So yeah. It's just kind of feeling, you know, at this point, I was telling my wife today, I was like, it's just restless. Like, you know, it's just, like, I'm able to maintain during all this. It's just, like, all I feel like I'm doing is maintaining for, like, for what? Like, what's, you know, the great thing about vacation is you have it to look forward to, you know? Okay. And now it's just, like, we're just keeping on to keep on. Yep. You know, it definitely gets monotonous. Yeah. I was telling her, too, it's, we were driving around, we had to Check out one of our one of our signs that we did a couple I don't know, about three or four years ago. Got ran over, a big monument sign, and so they asked us to replace it. And so we had to go out there and take a look. And just driving around Austin and just like seeing the plight of homelessness everywhere. And just like it's hard to feel like you're winning when so many people are losing. You know, it's hard to feel good about just surviving because you're just like, damn, you know, it's just so much out there. The point is that that losing has always
3: been there, but when they took away the camping ban, Mm -hmm. now we can see it again, but it had
1: never really gone away. No, and then just, you know, all the people that are, you know, concerned about being evicted and losing jobs and things like that, that, you know, you just think, like, you can't even, like, flex and be like, I'm winning because you're winning by default, (laughs) you know? There's so many people who are just, who've lost, who can't even be part of the game anymore. You know, you can't really sit there and be happy for your successes. The only thing that makes me happy is that I'm keeping people fed and they're feeding their families and all that. It's the only thing that makes me feel like remotely like a, you know, happy that I'm you know, where I'm at because it just feels bad. I feel like we are not essential. Let's be honest. Thankfully we can do this from home. Yeah. But in no way are we essential. Yeah. I always think like I'm paranoid,
3: I always think that I'm next. <clears throat> And so that's I,
1: how I think, so I still think. And it's like, thinking, okay, what's my first move? What's my first move when this all collapses? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you think about it, like, when this shit really hits the fans, like, how are we going to, like, translate our skills to, like, you know, our, the tribe, right? Like, when somebody's like, can you build houses? No, not really, but I'll design <laughs> <laughs> You know, can you dig a moat? I could try. <laughs> Listen, my friends
0: are, like, low-key... I feel like they were both born in the woods. (laughs) And they used to be my roommates. I put in my bed years ago. I'm like, look, if the apocalypse comes, save me a spot. they like, we got you. I'm like, excellent.
3: Um, Terrence and I made this joke a long time ago. Like, you just got to be the craziest one on the block. Like when it right. like, goes nuts, it's right? Hell, like,
0: go day day
4: right? Yeah, <laughs> <go> Mad Max. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: be dragging around two or three heads. I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do.
0: I support that. Oh. I support that all day. Yep.
5: Was that one? Were we drinking? Cause that conversation
0: went on for
5: a long time. Got uh, <laughs> and, um, it got Like I don't that, remember that,
0: that. What's that, 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 that,
3: no. that restaurant on uh, Burnett and Anderson?
4: Because no, that's, that's that. where we were.
3: <laughs> oh. Houston, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like he's a Bartlett style. Bartlett. Bartlett, there you go. We yeah. were sitting the and, good. man, it got dark. <laughs> we talked about eating babies. It got dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My friends and I had a conversation one time. If, like, anything happened to all of us and we were, like, stranded and we had nothing to eat. Like, who would we eat first? Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> the coolest one? The weakest one? That's Actually,
0: we went for the person that had the most body fat because right. that'll last the longest and what? that means that we can eat for longer and we'll only have to kill one person. If we kill a little person, then we're going to have to kill another little person right after that. So if we don't want to kill our friends at all, we need to go with the one that's going to last the longest.
3: I feel like kill the one who I think might be able to
1: beat me in a fight. That's who I'm killing first. (laughs) Because then I'm going to be chief after that. (laughs) I feel like the big people could actually last longer. All they have to do is just have water. So these little people are going to be the ones that got to eat more right? So, the yes. big people, you just like, hey, look, you, you go a couple weeks.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. So, you're saying kill the oh people so, yeah, you man, talk, you you little
0: people first. You're not telling that, somebody that, that has food available, though. That's a I'm going to get into the
1: bone marrow and everything. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like, and, and some
3: of them little people are ready-made jerky. Like, you can go ahead and make that jerky.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Wow. What's that one movie I watched where people were, like, cutting limbs? They would cut limbs to help Mm -hmm. the other rest of people survive? They were all on a train or something?
1: I remember that one. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Snowpiercer.
2: Yeah, Snowpiercer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They would, like, cut limbs. And, like, it was not an honor, but, like, it's, like, you got a lot of respect if you were someone who was walking around with, like, your leg cut off because... Yeah, because you gave it because everybody was hungry because that's, you know, society.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
2: That, was a pretty, that was a good movie.
1: It was. I know they have a spinoff, like a series off of it now, too.
2: Really? It was just such a good critique on life. There was also another movie that I just watched. It was a... I can't remember. I gotta, I'll got. i find the title. But it was about this prison that, like, they gave... They had a whole bunch of food on one table and mm-hmm. they could bring it down the levels. What's that? What's that called? Platform. Yeah. Platform.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. that was like a very good critique on society. Yeah,
1: I'm all about that. I've been watching those for a while. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I just watched them Snowden too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it. It was good. Yeah. He's still in Russia.
1: Did you watch the documentary or the movie movie?
2: The movie.
1: Okay, cool. Can I just have like my humbling uh, moment and then I'll, I'll, I'll move on? So, you know me, I have no problem flexing and telling y'all how good I'm doing. But, <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> but we know. That's why you're not
1: uh, looking You know, I've learned a shit ton in the last 10 years. And the last four years owning the business, I've ramped up the education and and really feeling like, man, I'm killing it, I'm killing it, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. And then I get my first international, like fully international client, right? And I'm like, oh man, no shit. They're like, hey, what's your Swift code? You know? And I'm like, Swift code? What are you talking about Swift code? And you know, I, I, yeah, exactly, right? You know, and it's like international payment, you know, like how you get international money. Like, and I'm like, oh shit. So then I, you know, of Do course, you know, like
4: I Cash App.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I go to my wife who handles all that, and <laughs> I got money.
4: <laughs> we,
1: switched, we switched from Wells Fargo because you know Wells Fargo's the devil, mm-hmm. and uh, we switched to my credit union. And you know we're all feeling good, like oh you know, I got a local credit union, all this stuff like that. My credit mm-hmm. union doesn't doesn't do international wire transfers, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you ain't shit, Russell. Like you can't even like they're over here, like we're like, well no, we don't have a Swift code, and they're like, well y'all need to get one, right? Because and so this is a huge international client. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to pull the trigger. They're just trying to give us money, and that's becoming a barrier. And I'm like, man, you thought you were balling out of control and <laughs> <you were> <laughs> it giving us, and it's like mm-hmm. you got so much to learn, Russell. Just I, wake up. <laughs> <it's> always
0: something <laughs> yeah. we don't know. Always.
1: You know, and that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, man, you know, go go back to the end of line and realize that just when you got here, there's so much mm-hmm. more to learn. And so, I'm like, like Dan, do I
0: need a
2: Swift code? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we've worked with cool. them cool. What Science is a Swift code? <laughs> we've worked with them before, but they've had a U.S. bank like a. The intermediary bank mm-hmm. that basically an international company will send the money to this bank and this money, this bank, local bank or national bank, will send it to your local bank. But mm-hmm. this one's like, we're trying to give you Singapore dollars. How are you going to take it? I don't know. <laughs>
3: U.S. Actually, we, we should put a category because we do the win. We should put a category on the Facebook group for the loss. Mm-hmm. It's not always
1: about... Um, I
2: actually would really like that because you know when we get tall, we be complaining
0: about stuff it would be nice if you could just complain about it there yeah. Yeah.
1: humble pie right about
0: that also it would help for people to see it like if they're having a rough time that they're not by themselves you know what I'm saying
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe so swimming, like you when know, like people when the when the fitness people like show what they really look like <laughs> on Instagram, yeah, how they look all hot with the angle, yep, <laughs> like that. Like we need some truth and reconciliation on, yeah, on the yeah,
2: world. balance yeah. out, balance, balance yeah, out, yeah, like Truth Thursdays or something. Truth yep. Thursdays.
5: I was gonna ask Trill
4: Thursdays.
2: <laughs> you said Trill. <laughs> real, passionate. not true. Not <laughs> <laughs> trifling <laughs> <ass> Tuesdays. Trifling <laughs>
1: ass Tuesdays.
2: <I> Tuesdays. <laughs> what all got? Monday just I passed. Know. I know y'all got some bad news. Some of those
1: posts be in there trifling. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true.
1: Right, I, I like traveling on
0: Tuesdays so though. I, I can't lie. I actually really do like I'm traveling on board with that. that.
1: That might be where we put people on blast.
0: Wow, <laughs> <Blast. laughs> no, you, you can only put yourself on blast on tri- <laughs> like that, like that spice, <laughs> that spice logo. Spice, oh, man.
1: Like spice, oh, like spice, like was logo. Logo. It,
0: was oh, logo. No. it was literally three little piles of what's what oh, supposed to spices one. with the purple background. Yeah, yeah and I stared at that thing for so long and I can't really say like,
1: you said it was vector too.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> you had, you had had they thing. have to vector it.
3: Assistant, you need to rethink it and then re-vector whatever your new idea is. Yeah, seriously.
0: I reread that post multiple times because I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Is this picture for show or is this the logo he's talking about? Because this is not a logo. Now, I thought
3: it was a joke. so somebody posted something this morning about <laughs> honesty and design and honesty and critiques and should we be real? Somebody made that post earlier. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. Mark Marshall something. Yeah, yeah.
3: And
5: I think people would just stop posting it if we got real real.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, no, I don't think yeah.
5: that's completely true. So a lot of the stuff when I was heavily moderating, like that post, if I I thought it was joke when I saw it. I would have never posted it, honestly.
4: Yeah. And
5: maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe I should not take stuff down that's like that. But Mm -hmm. it kind of lets them know that there's a bar too. And we're not obligated to post everything.
4: I
2: want that Spice logo? Yeah. Oh, no. The Spice logo, they were complaining that that's the design that they have to work with. Yeah. Some other oh, designer. Okay. Some other designer yeah, made that one. And then they oh. now have inherited that as the project That's for the it. client. That's and they're crazy. like, I don't know how I'm supposed to work with this. And in the in the post they're talking about how basically like designers don't shit about who comes after. Yeah. Like, they're like, what is this? You know, what's supposed to do with this? So
0: I cool. give my students a lecture about that every quarter. I'm like, you don't even mm-hmm. understand how bad your reputation can go left if you leave enough people with a whole lot of shit to clean up behind you. Yep. Like, people will look to find out who did it. They'd be like, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know your name, okay? You might not have ever actually crossed paths, but if they ca- you caused yep. them enough problems, they will find you.
1: <laughs> I, I tell my okay. students the same thing. It's like, what happens if you get hit by a car, right? Yep. And someone's got to pick up. I mean...
0: Where you left off. If
1: the shit is on your desktop, Because it's linked to your desktop, that's a problem, you know? Right. If if you have sloppy files or you're using white boxes to mask things Mm -hmm. and and, and things like that, like you said, people are going to want to dig you up and kill you again. (laughs) Right. So those are the fine
5: details, I think of design that a lot of people are not picking up based on working with a lot of people in the group. Because I find myself teaching them basics of like illustrator. I'm just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you didn't know this. That's kind Mm -hmm. of interesting.
0: And even just like organization, like file organization and like that kind of stuff. Every yeah. time I have a student shares their screen with me, I cringe. I'm like, "What is all that shit on your desktop?" <laughs> <laughs> and it takes them five minutes to find something, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it "Really?" You they get all nervous. They get all yeah, nervous when you're looking at They them. know. Like, yep. They know. And I'm like, if it takes you five minutes to find something every single time you want to open something, you've lost literally an hour a day <clears throat> that you claim you don't have enough time. You've lost an hour a day just looking for the stuff you already got because mm-hmm. you can't find it and i'm like please and I'm they stay they stay things. doing that they stay think it's yeah. just fine to do that and i'm like what is wrong with me and
1: they're yeah. not naming files nope. or anything nope. yeah
0: it's all like you know or they think it's funny to name it something weird but then they don't remember what they named it and well, then- there's one
1: word and it's like you know <laughs> like no version no nothing no
0: just final 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 fuck this final <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I don't some of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I get the sentiment, yeah. like, in my soul, I get it. But that's not gonna help you when you have to go find it again. Or yeah.
1: well, when you accidentally export that PDF and send it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
4: That yeah. part. That part. <laughs> so, do, y- do y'all name
5: your Do y'all name your files immediately when opening them? Or I do. I do yeah I, I date them as well. I always have the date as part of the name.
0: Well, I don't date mine, but I do versions for sure.
3: yeah we do well, I do i, I date I have the date in the file name because Apple has this bad habit of as soon as you touch it, it changes the modification date.
4: That's true.
3: yeah. so I have the date, so sometimes the date I didn't change it, but because I selected it. Mm-hmm. And open it to pull something out of it, it changed the date as though that's really when it got modified.
4: Mm, that's true.
2: Yeah, I use versions for sure, and then I use the archive folder. So as soon as I have newer versions, yeah. I throw the old file into the archive folder mm. and then, you know, so I duplicate it and then change the version number. Yep.
4: Same. Yeah. Yeah. I love the archive file. Z
5: archive, so it always sits at the bottom. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. I like mine to sit at the top. <laughs> <laughs> so I leave it at ar- I like calling it archive rather than like something else
1: we keep an archive folder so we do so i learned this folder structure from dell and then i've just adapted it and evolved it but yeah we have an archive for source an archive for exports and archive for pretty much anything that we would be creating we create a separate archive folder Just because you know you got a presentation file that you exported, and then when you do version three of that, you just put away two and one, so that way you don't have to go back and find it Mm -hmm. uh, or sift through it. um, And you know exactly where it's at. And we tell everybody, don't throw away anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can keep as much as you need to, as long as you file it properly. You know, one thing I hate like
2: with students, they're always like straight up deleting layers from photoshop or something and i'm like what is wrong with y'all like did you really think <laughs> it was gonna be it and i was gonna be like oh yeah, this is it well i don't have that part anymore because i merged it with this that's your mistake i don't know what to tell you
3: that's the equivalent of the dog ate my homework kind of like
2: right that's, that's just and use dog. smart objects like how many times i gotta tell y'all merge that oh. shit into a smart object yeah. and stop playing around with this file like yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah
1: yeah this is stuff that you know that they learn it, right? So I'll go back and I'll talk to professors, you know, oh, sorry, Photoshop or uh, digital publishing. Foundation like course. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh yeah, well, we go over that. And they learn that. And it's just what they do is, I don't know if they think it looks cleaner on their end or if they're trying to get a low file size or something like that. I don't know, but they just design destructively. And I tell them don't, especially with vector, my uh-huh. like, vector's free. Like, yeah. don't sit there and do command Z after an hour of working. Like, just move on to another artboard. You You'll do right something you did there.
0: It's so easy. Yeah. At least in my program, I feel like the biggest issue is that they learn that stuff in theory and they're not ready to apply it yet. Like, they're probably not doing anything that's going to require all those bells and whistles yet. So they learn it, but it seems like something that's really far away because they don't get to apply it yet. And by the time it's time for them to apply it, they don't remember it anymore. You know that. what I'm
2: about to do? I'm about to change my program. I'm about to make it so that we have a naming convention that everyone uses. Mm-hmm. So when they graduate from the U of M, they already have the sense of what a naming convention looks like. And when they go into an industry, yeah. they will be able to say, oh, okay, that's your naming convention. So let me adjust yours. I'm going to do mm-hmm. that because it because oh. I do that in my classes yes. where I have like the course number, I have your last name, you know, I have it like in a certain way and yeah. I have the project and the project number or whatever. And yeah. so you can put B1, B2, B3, whatever you want at the end of that. But, yeah, I'm about to
0: do that. because right. I tell really my students annoying.
1: that, too. I say, if you go to a place and they don't have a folder structure, you get to be the one who says, hey, maybe y'all, y'all should voice. try this. you right. can going to be the hero.
0: Yep. Yep. Because yep. I'm, I'm like, said, I can't work mean? like this. I'm about to fix all y'all stuff.
1: For real. For
4: real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely been that person. Like, I'm not doing this with y'all.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I had an interesting conversation with my students yesterday, and I'm curious if y'all run into this with your students. And also I'm curious, just is this something that old heads do? For some reason, for the last maybe four years, three years, my students just don't give a shit about names of designers. Like, I can literally throw out four or five names and they're like, who? And I'm like, really? You don't know who that person is. And so I sat down with my class last night and I was like, "Hey, what's going on? And I said, you know, if somebody was playing basketball, I said, I want to be a professional basketball player. And I'm like, oh, cool. Who's your favorite basketball player? And I'm like, you know, I don't really know. I kind of like doing my own thing. And I'm like, well, what do you think about LeBron James? Yes. Who's LeBron James? You'd be like, what? You're like, you know what, Steph Curry? Who? I don't know. I think I might know who Steph Curry is. You're like, you, you don't really play basketball. Like, you would say that to somebody. People would be playing his day, right? So why is it any different with designers? And my students were like, well, you know, I like work and I follow work, but I don't really know who did it. And I said, well, why don't you know who did it? I said, you know, as a career Your name is essential to use your work and vice versa. In order for you to remain employed, why do you feel for some reason that you can follow somebody or you could admire someone's work, but you won't even give it the time of day to know who did it or how they got there? Like, what's the journey of their work? And a lot of my students are putting value on naming people, like knowing these people, knowing their work, being able to identify their work and It was just, it's bothersome to me. Like, it's just absolutely.
2: It's how we consume. It's how we consume design and how we consume it. Like, it's exactly that about like, you know, basketball, for instance you know, the person's face, like there's no way that that person can be out, live outside of their design. Whereas designers, you can live outside of it and no one gives a fuck who you are. Like they're just maybe like, Oh, I like this. And just yeah. take a picture of it and try to like cop it and turn it in for a grade. <laughs> but, like,
4: I, like,
2: I honestly think it's just the way we consume literally you yeah. all I was talking to and I'm like, I'm trying to get a special topics course. I'm trying to get to teach. Um, Black and Indigenous perfect design history um, in fall of 2021. And I said, yeah, so you know Cheryl D. Miller? And she was like, oh, no, I, I mean, I really don't know anybody.
4: Anybody?
0: <laughs> 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 you I was sitting here like, I was like, what? That's the kind of stuff that makes me want to throw things. Like, real talk.
4: <laughs>
2: and so I can't expect any of the students at the to be excited about knowing people when they when our own team did not even know who Cheryl D Miller was, y'all.
0: Nope. Yep. And I've had, yeah. I've had similar issues with our. I would send him stuff all the time and be like, "We should share this with the students, whatever." And he'd be like, "I've never heard of this. Oh, interesting." And I'm like, "You've been doing this for 15 years. You've been a, for 15 years, and like, if you're not showing them that you have to like." keep up. I think some of the things that they don't understand is how quickly design changes and that there is no, you learn it and that's it. Like you have to constantly be learning. Like you have to constantly be knowing what's out there, what's hot, what the trends are, like all that stuff. You just have to stay on top of it. And so I feel like I agree with Teresa, like that it's just not the way they consume things anymore. Like I make them go look at people's work and look at people on LinkedIn even, like once you know that designer's name or you see something that you like that they created, go to LinkedIn and look at their page. Find out what their career path was. Mm -hmm. What did they major in? What school did Mm -hmm. they go to? What jobs did they have? Like the thing that you love the most about what they're doing right now, there might've been a lot of twists and turns for them to get there. Like you need to know that Mm -hmm. stuff too but they're in a bubble and they feel like if it's on Instagram, then they got it. Yeah. Like if they can see it on Instagram, they may follow everybody under the sun, but they don't follow anything of substance. They just want to look at the pretty pictures and keep it moving.
5: So do you I think, think we, we would have done people?
3: Go ahead, Dave. I was just going to say, I see a lot of people copying other people. And I wonder if it's just psychologically easier to copy if you don't know their name. Mm. There are so many things. Remember the, remember the hipster logos that were going around about 10 years ago? Uh Yeah, You know, and they all had the X with the four four different icons Mm -hmm. in it or whatever. That was going around for a while. Nobody knows who created that first because it got copied so quickly and so rampantly. And then the Charles S. Anderson group from Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. all his little icons are still being stolen for logos. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows who he is. They just see a cool little icon and rip it off and put it out as a logo. Mm -hmm. I, I just wonder about that. I wonder, is it just easier to steal if you don't know the history of it?
2: absolutely it's just like i mean think about white supremacy how much have they stolen They don't give a fuck about if they had a relationship do you think they would steal they would they kill would they
0: genocide whole fucking cultures of people no yeah exactly exactly and i think sometimes they don't because everything is so digital now i think also there's a disconnect between the fact that there's a human being behind the screen who made that versus like Mm -hmm look at this cool thing that just is out here somewhere. La, 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 la. Versus like mm-hmm. really thinking about the person who sketched that same thing out 9,000 times in their sketchbook before they got it to the computer. Like they just don't think about the humanity of what's going on behind the screen. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's,
3: it's so fast crazy. too. It happens so fast. Cause when I was in school way before the internet, communication arts annual would come out. Mm-hmm. And there would be two or three dope ass logos. And then the very next year in the print regional design annual, you'd see that logo having been, that style of that logo having been copied. Yep. And it was in every part of the country. But it took, at least it took a year or two before that happened. Now that shit happens in 72 hours. As soon as it's out there. The logo on the brand new blog, you
4: know,
3: whatever that's under consideration blog, people can rip it off within 24 hours or 72 hours of having seen it. And it's instant.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like it's those people who go to a show, you know, and there's like an, a badass opening act, and they're just like, oh, that music was great. Who was it? I don't know. And it's like, I, <laughs> it, this person, the reason why they're the opening act is that they hope to be the closer, you know, next mm-hmm. year. And mm-hmm. if people like you, mm-hmm. you don't even appreciate it. I remember I went to a Wu-Tang show, and if anybody ever knows about going to a Wu-Tang show, it's really just Raekwon. And, <laughs> and, it, and starts like, at, it starts at one30 30. Yeah, and, and the bar closes at two. That's <laughs> it was, it's oh, like wow. Raycon and and because It's never meth or anybody else like that. But <laughs> Bad Rabbits, Bad Rabbits from Boston was the opening act, and they stole the show. I mean, straight stole the show. Like, everybody left after them. Mm. And I ended up following them on, this was their South by, and these dudes were hella cool and put me on the list and all kinds of things. I just tweeted at them but it was one of those things like they're one of the greatest bands I've ever discovered. And they were the opening act for Wu Tang. And, um, it's just one of those things. Like I feel like students or even the young designers now, like they see this work, but they don't care. They don't, cause they don't understand cause they haven't been put in the situation. They don't understand how much work goes into it. They just think, Oh, I'm just going to look at something, copy it. And it's good. And they just assume everyone else does that. Mm-hmm. And It's, kind mm-hmm. of, it, it's
4: absolutely it's this
1: appreciation yep. of, well, lack of appreciation for the craft. And I think that at the end of the day, the craft is what a lot of students aren't appreciating because I think tools are, are cheaper. Tools yeah. are more obtainable. Hardware is more obtainable. And so they think all you have to do is have these tools and you're a designer. You know, you don't have to have any education. You don't have to all you have to do is know how to use Photoshop, use Illustrator. And they don't understand the thinking and the problem solving behind it. And I think that they just assume everyone else is in the same boat.
2: I think it'll be like a really good topic for the education forum that we're going to do in January. Like, I think we should talk, we should have the conversation about getting students to understand. I love that, put that quote there that you said, Nikita, humanity Mm -hmm. behind the screen, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. getting folks to understand that students to understand their connection to their craft. Yeah, I feel like that would be like a really good conversation for us to have as design educators.
0: Oh, for sure. And like, you know, I think the same students that don't, Consume anything about the industry or about like it bugs me so bad, not even just like that they don't know designers, but like you don't know how this industry works, you don't know what agencies are creating work, you don't know what AIGA is. How do you not know what AIGA is? And I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but like. It is the biggest design organization in the country. How do you not know what it is? Even if you mm-hmm. don't care about it, how do you not know what it is? Like just stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you are asking to enter a world that you have no desire to get to know, you know? That's like the
1: apathy that bothers me is they don't even take the time. Like, I'm like, how do you expect to be taken serious? Right? Like doctors know the work of other doctors, Yep. you mm-hmm. know? dentists probably do too. I don't know it, but I'm not trying to be a dentist. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like at the end of the day, if you really and I just think that they see this as a JLB, right? And I'm, I'm telling them, I'm like, you don't, why are you putting yourself in debt for a job? Right? Mm-hmm. This is a career. This is a defining career. Like this is, you can go anywhere in the world and be a designer, right? Yeah. A job is defined by who you're employed by. And I try to explain that to them. And, and it's just like, for them, I'm either being too intense or I'm like, they're like this old head and they're trying to get us to like name drop. And I'm like, no, but it's important for you to know who's in this space and who are the, you know, the young bucks who are who were killing it and the old heads who have been doing it you need to know all of that you can't just sit there and go i like this pretty picture and i'm like who did it oh i don't mm-hmm. know you know that's, yeah. nice. that's just disrespectful.
0: They also say they're not inspired by stuff like i got stuck i couldn't you know i couldn't think of another idea or whatever and it's like well there's so much inspiration out there like if you took the time to take your head up out of the sand and look around
1: <laughs> yeah they just they aren't I don't know, they just not put in the work. And I feel like every day I'm like having to get these five students. I got one who's a grinder. Can <laughs> I almost
5: feel like the fact that we have had the experience that we've had in our field is it almost to the point where it's a privilege because I see so many people not having the same experience and they don't have the tools to the game that we have. And then if that is the case, can we pass down these tools?
2: Like the tool to be interested in other people that design?
5: Yeah. I mean, it's everything that we've been talking about, understanding how to name your file so that people don't hate you, knowing that you should look up other, because what I see is is people get so caught up into it being the thing to do to make money, which I understand, you know, but they're not seeing the beauty of the game and they're not seeing the beauty of a great critique.
4: It's
3: just,
5: there's so much that's being lost.
3: Sometimes it takes a pain point to make people realize Mm -hmm. that stuff. Right. So like if you were an athlete, and you're just gifted, but you don't really practice, you don't really pay attention to watching film or whatever. And then you get burned and you're out the league in a couple of years or whatever. It's the same thing. Like you have to study your game. And sometimes if there's no mentor to teach you how to respect what it is you're doing, you're going to get drummed out. So sometimes that if you don't have that hurt, if you don't lose early, it's kind of like peaking in high school. If you don't have some mm-hmm. hurdles to get over earlier, if people don't point those hurdles out. You'll just never do it. So I often wonder, can you teach somebody who hasn't really felt the pain yet?
0: I don't think you can. Well, I was thinking like, you know, part of what I see, especially in the group, is people are still playing in a small pond and they don't realize they're playing in a small pond. So some of it is exposure, right? So they might be killing it in their very tiny pond. But if they're not looking outside of that to see what else there is or see how other people are playing and like what levels they're playing at, then they think this is it, right? This is it. This is what designers do. This is all designers do, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the issue is like you asked that question about flyers in the group, right? 85% of the people that responded thought you meant only club flyers. Because to them, that's the only flyer there is. Oh, damn. (laughs) Like, that's that's it. So, like, so all of their pricing that they came back to you with answers for was based on a club flyer because that's what they think a flyer is.
4: I actually
3: stopped Mm -hmm. using the word flyer. Whenever even a client, if they didn't mean the word flyer, I would change the word to a data sheet or a one sheet because just the word flyer.
0: I do want you to. It Triggers
3: me when I hear the word flyer. Yeah. It's like, nah, that's not what that is. Yeah. Um, Same here. So sometimes it can boil down to vocabulary and what the perception is.
4: Absolutely. So
1: Terrence, I want to go back to your question and say, can we teach that? Absolutely. Right. So I, I am teaching that with this young woman who I've been mentoring, who came through AAGD.co. And she. when I first got with her, I was like, oh, bless. But she was nervous and she didn't know what I was looking for. Her work is freaking amazing. And like she steps up to the plate. I think it was just an off week for her. The first week we met and I gave her a a prompt and she came back and I was like, bless. But she has been killing it every single week. She meets expectations, exceeds expectations, and she's thirsty. She is thirsty for knowledge. Anything and everything I give her as a prompt or Recommendation, whatever. She's all over it. She's on top of every meeting and she's on top of her payment. I make her buy me four bags of coffee every month. You know, I'm at at a point right now where I can take cash from young people who are still in school. I got to get better at it, but I'm at least feed my coffee addiction. Uh, Give me a nickel bag. (laughs) You know, I look at it like, okay, it's $12 bag. four bags, it's $50 a month she's paying, <laughs> there, you know, so, but absolutely we can teach this. And this is something I'm going to do for 21 is I'm going to give the opportunity. And I know, I know it sounds braggadocious, but I'm going to give the opportunity to only four people to be mentored by me in that year. And that's it. Like I, cause I've had as up to of 10 mentees at one whole time. And it's just like, I'm over here nursing these relationships. I'm over here following up with people and I'm not doing that shit anymore. So I think we absolutely can, but it's, it's holding them accountable. And I think we're in this day and age where young people have been coddled by college professors have been, you know, like even my own says, look, we're not here to guarantee success. We just guaranteed access. And I'm like, that sounds real apathetic, (laughs) you know, and it bothers me. And so we can teach this because I had a young lady come to me and ask me about a mentor. And I said, I'm probably not a good fit. You probably need to have a young woman. and said, I'm going to recommend this woman. Don't waste her time. Thank her. Be appreciative. Find ways. Because my Asian mentees, shit, I am like full of gifts and all kinds of stuff from them. Every time we meet, I'm eating good, drinking good coffee, having all kinds of weird paper shit that they get from China and all kinds of stuff. It's great, <laughs>
4: you know? <laughs> weird paper <laughs> shit. But,
1: but my U.S. mentees, like, you know, they're over there like, oh, I forgot we had a meeting. It's like, really? You forgot? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I remember because I care enough. You obviously don't, you That's know? And time just- going to crush us.
0: And I got a lot more to do than you do, so... If, right <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I, I can't care more than you do. I, I tell my students that every day. I'm like, I can't care more than you do. That's it.
1: Yeah. And I just think they don't care. They think they're just going to get into a place and get a paycheck. And I'm like, y'all going to love this shit, like love and learning about it and just, and being about it. Like it needs to be your lifestyle. And they just think that I'm just like this crazy. And I'm like, no, like, buy books, read books, send letters, thank people, shake hands. Okay. When you go to conferences, like fan girl out and just be like, Oh my God, like, I love your shit, man. Can can I take a picture with you? Like people act like that's weird. It's like, nah, they're fucking celebrities. Like we are all celebrities to somebody. You know, I remember being, <laughs> right. drunk. I remember <laughs> being drunk in the streets of Baton Rouge, talking to one of the conference keynote speakers. And he's like, Hey Russell, I'm just trying to get like you. I'm like, what? You trying to get like me? <laughs> I'm trying to get like you. I was <laughs> like,
4: you're killing it. Like,
1: it's <laughs> so it's like people just think that this is like like I like I said, it's like a JLB. My wife laughs. She's like, I don't go to accountant conferences, and I'm like, I bet you they're out there. I <laughs>
2: uh, yes, there's plenty of them out there. Counting
1: so <laughs> stuff, counting the yeah. You know, All kinds of stuff. I'm saying
2: introducing new software. You get like all kinds of new coupons for QuickBooks shit. Like don't play. Like people be probably coming there. Microsoft Mm. be all up in there like, yeah, I'm a sponsor. Yep. We got
1: ledger sheets just raining from the sky.
2: Ready, (laughs) ready, ready to be delivered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They got their little visors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The green
1: visor. I bet it's it's probably real (laughs) lit too. It
0: is lit. I guarantee it. They got I bet you it's ball. lit. They they're, like, they're like, fuck these numbers. <laughs> right.
4: Like, you're
0: right. Yep. Let's get it.
2: They're like, that's right.
1: And they're like, you know, we're writing money. all this shit off. You're yeah, right.
2: <laughs> okay, that. And know how to do it
3: too. Mr. McClendon, why do you have $375 in ones? <laughs> <laughs> the accounting <Pelican> conference. <clears throat> the <Pelican laughs> conference. That's it. <laughs> but I like bubblegum. Petty, petty
2: cash. Petty cash. I, Petty cash, right.
3: I like vending machines. What? This is in the kitty.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and glitter.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, this is glitter. I put that on myself. <laughs> wow.
4: So yeah, funny. no,
1: it's uh, a... <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just interesting. My students, just for the last couple... Like, some of them, you'll get one or two who's, like, really about it. But most of them are just, like... They just have no idea. And I love being an adjunct. And I love when you have a department led by adjuncts because... They're in the trenches, yeah. but when you got tenure people who all they do is doing the same old thing for years and years and years, they're out of touch. Yeah. And so they don't, mm-hmm. and they don't find the the need to, to know about anything. And so they don't share that knowledge with their students. So students don't care. Mm-hmm. They're just teaching fundamentals or the old, you know, the, the, the same old thing they've been doing. And so adjuncts are the ones who are like, this is what's hot. This is what's not, this is what we're doing. This is, you know, I'm going to have this speaker come and talk to you and, you you know, that's why I love my department, but we have a lot of people who are just straight up like full teachers. They teach like six classes, and even though they're adjunct, that's all they do. They're not actually in the trenches doing work.
2: Yeah. And yeah. this class is a semester? Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah,
1: they're that's doing a lot. lot. They're doing three classes on Wednesdays, three classes on Thursdays. Hey, I used to do that. No, no. I mean, if I had to do two classes, I mean, grading 12 portfolios alone kills me.
0: I got four Mm -hmm. classes right
1: now. Mm -mm. But we only meet one. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah, I used to be on that six. I mean, it's easy to do when you're in Texas because there's so many schools and they don't even want to pay you. They just be like, oh, yeah, we'll give you two classes over here. Then you go to another institution that's down the street. Oh, We'll give you three classes. Yeah. <laughs> Where that's are you from, hottest. Crystal? So before I moved up to Minnesota, I was in Dallas. But before that, I was in Central Texas. I did not Right know there this. in Colleen.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I did not know that.
2: That's where I mostly grew up. I'm an Army brat, though, so Fort okay. Hood.
1: Yeah, my grandparents were Fort Bliss. That's where my parents met in El Paso. So.
2: Mm-hmm. I stayed over there in fourth grade. Yeah.
1: Look at that! I did not know you were from this horrible red state.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Nikita, congratulations! You know?
0: Thank you. I wasn't gonna brag, but <laughs> <What? laughs> we <laughs> oh we used some stuff out down here. So did. You You just gotta keep it up.
4: Oh man! (laughs) Y'all will
0: will appreciate this. I was on a call today for um, a group called Creatives for Georgia um, that Mm -hmm. are working Mm -hmm. on trying to get the two Senate seats flipped in January, and there were eight hundred creatives signed
4: up from Uh, all over the
0: country. From all over the country, signed up. So they've got eight hundred people in the Slack ready to work.
4: Wow! Um,
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. That
2: is really awesome. Mm -hmm. I have to leave at 530, so I just want to make sure you get comments that you need on that proposal, Terrence.
5: Yes, thank you. By the way, that proposal, did we get it? No, we did not.
3: All right, I guess we got to keep on pushing. Yeah,
5: we're going to be all right.